yoga teachers, mindfulness leaders, and energy workers. Are you ready to stop side hustling and start making an income doing what you love? Welcome to the Marketing Off The Mat Podcast. Each week, your host, Jessica Cross, dives into conversations with successful creatives in wellness, business, marketing, and more to uncover practical methods to take your business from A to B and have some fun along the way. Grab some tea and pull up a seat. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the show and happy new year. I'm so glad that you're here and you're ready to dive into your business here in 2023. When I was thinking about what I was going to offer the beginning of this year, I knew that this was something that has to be on the top of my list, as well as something that I would offer to you and to my clients to be on the top of their list as we're moving forward into the year. So this is the top thing that should be on your to-do list as you're looking at your yoga business and how you really want to move forward with intention and clarity. Okay. So what is it, Jess? (laughs) I know that's your question. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about reviewing our customer journey. So I think this is incredibly potent and important exercise, if you will, for us to dive into no matter what stage we are in business. So if you've been in business for a really long time, if you're brand new, I think this is also a really good exercise and things to consider as you're starting to build out your business. I think the folks that have a little bit of an online presence, that have a little bit of a physical presence, this is a really, really valuable exercise because we sometimes think some of these things that we put out our websites, our Instagrams, et cetera, are kind of on lock. And then we don't really need to touch them again. We kind of move on to the next more important thing or the squeaky wheel gets the grease, so to speak. So I think it's really important that we take a look and take some time to review our customer journey. So I want to get us started with some really good definitions. What is a customer journey? So the customer journey is a complete sum of experiences that our customers go through when interacting with our company or our brand. Instead of looking at just a part of the transaction or experience, the customer journey documents our full experience as a customer as they're moving through our yoga business. Sometimes there are phrases, or phases, not phrases, phases that are attached to this journey, um, which I kind of like to think of as a down and in. So rather than this pyramid shape, it's kind of this inverted mountain that's going in. So um, we think at the very top of the top of that inverted mountain is awareness. So this is when our customer is just becoming aware of us as a company or a brand. Consideration, going further in, they're considering us as a part of their solution to a problem they have. Then we move into purchase, retention, and advocacy. So today we'll actually look from the lens of awareness, consideration, and purchase for today's chat. Okay, so now we have some foundational stuff set, talking about what actually is a customer journey, and then what are the ways that we can consider our customer, our student, or client's journey in the digital and physical channels that we use at uh, in our businesses today. 
So what does this exercise actually look like in practice? So we'll look at from a digital side and we'll also look from an in-person side. And just know this is just a very little tip top of this exercise because we can look at literally every channel that we use through this lens, through this exercise of experiencing our customer journey and experiencing what it actually is like to be a student interacting with our business. So let's start with the digital side. I think a really easy way to start with this is to click on our social media. So I love Instagram. Many of us are operating at Instagram. There's also, of course, TikTok, Facebook, all the other channels that we're using in social today, YouTube. These are great that you can take this very same exercise that I'll talk about with Instagram and move it over to those other channels as well. So let's just start with social using Instagram. So let's go to our profile. Let's take in our profile from the lens of a student or a potential client. What does your bio say? Click on your bio, read, read through your bio. Does this tell an accurate story of the business that you're presenting or you want to present in the new year? Take it all in. Do we have current stuff? Do we have outdated stuff? Um, is this 30 characters? actually telling the story from our name is the 150 characters that we're using in our bio still telling the story of how we serve our clients and students. These are great questions to ask. So maybe grab a journal or a digital note-taking app and take note. What, what actually are you telling in your Instagram bio? What needs to change to be most aligned with where you are in your business today? Let's now take a quick click on your link. So we get the one Instagram link. Often we use a, a link aggregator uh, like Linktree, link in bio. There's tons of different ones out there these days. So click on your link tree as an example. What happens? Does your link tree actually work? Do you have the correct link in there? What is your customer seeing when they first click on this link? Is it easy to read? Is the information current? Are your offers current? If you're mentioning pricing, is your pricing accurate? Look at the overall look and feel of your current link. Does it look and feel like you want it to or like you were expecting it to? Is it mobile responsive? Now, so mobile responsiveness is different from when we're actually looking in a web browser. Is it responding to the mobile device well? Oftentimes it does, especially if you're using something that is specifically curated like a link tree um, or similar, and sometimes it doesn't. So we wanna go through and experience clicking on our link. Click all of your links, experience, the, experience them as your client would. And the same process can be done for each of these links. So you can go, let's say you have a workshop coming up, click on the workshop link, make sure that it links correct, correctly to your website where they can learn more, make sure that the booking link works, make sure all of those things are correct, correctly accurate and correctly proving and showing exactly what you're expecting them to. So you might, you might find some surprises here. I often do. So this is a really good exercise. So we can take this very same exercise that we just talked about from our Instagram, and we can also take it into our other digital platforms uh, outside of social media. So of course, what is one of those for us? Many of us, it's a website. We have to remember that websites are living organisms. It's not set it and forget it. Of course, if you just built your website, of course you can take a little space. <laughs> 
<laughs> take a little time away from actually building out those pages, but we need to remember that websites need attention and they need to have the same lens of customer experience applied to them regularly. You might think about a cadence uh, that you might look at your website. Is it quarterly? Is it biannually? But just make sure that you're regularly reviewing your website and regularly updating it. Um, and that might mean you know, making sure that all of your upcoming events are accurate, making sure that that new offer, that customer journey from clicking on your freebie to actually receiving your freebie, uh, that the automation works, it lands in your inbox, opens properly. All of those things need to be tested regularly because, again, as I was saying with Instagram, you might find you're surprised a few times that things aren't working exactly as you initially planned, or maybe something broke in the in-between, or maybe, maybe, maybe we're looking at these freebies, these evergreen offers. Maybe they don't make sense anymore. Maybe you've changed your mind on how you put this freebie out there. Maybe you've learned something new and you get excited. You're like, oh, I should be offering this freebie to my clients and students rather than the old outdated one that you've had that's kind of been running and, and perhaps getting fewer clicks. So that's a great exercise that you can take, you know, from your social media to your website, to your other digital presences. So if it goes over to YouTube, if you're on Patreon, if you're on Substack, whatever it is that you're putting out there, uh, if you're like me and you have a podcast, you might want to take a look at your podcast on the different platforms that your RS feed, RSS feed uh, takes you to. So just make sure that everything is working as intended um, and then take a little note, see where you can make some updates, where it needs a little refresh, or maybe a little fixing, a little sticky tape to put things back together as they're supposed to. So that's the digital side of reviewing our customer experience. So, um, and we're really mainly talking about from the awareness to consideration and purchase space. So we want to make sure when people become aware of us, when people are starting to consider us as a solution to their problem, and when they're wanting to purchase from us, actually purchase a, a class or a workshop, that they're able to do so in an efficient manner. So that's from the digital side of our customer experience. So now let's talk a little bit about in-person. Now, this might apply more to you if you uh, teach in a studio, um, you're teaching in-person classes, perhaps you're also selling in person. And one of the things that I think is an absolute classic that I love to look at is flyers. Yes, flyers still work in 2023, and we're, a lot of us are using them. So this is a physical representation of your marketing, and we want to take a look at this too. Maybe you have generic flyers that you use often. Maybe you're creating flyers for each of your workshops or your offers. So if you have a flyer handy or you're considering making one, listen up. These are some really good things that we want to consider when we're looking at our flyer in the relation of our customer journey. So when we're building our flyers, we want to remember as the same as it is in a digital environment, the, the attention spans are short. Your flyer needs to be short as well. <laughs> short and sweet, my friends. This is not the time to cram every last bit of copy, every list, last bit of transformation or bullet points or colors and brands that you can fit on this eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. This is not the time. You want to be short. You want to be succinct because you want to remember that likely 
your customer is going to have these in a file of many other things, or they're going to be seen in a environment, perhaps a coffee shop or similar where your flyer is just one of many. You want to think of how is my customer actually going to see this flyer? Remember how you like to receive information. You want it to be catchy. You want it to be short. You want it to be succinct and clearly identify that this is a solution to a certain problem that your customer might have. So how do you make your standout? How will they contact you? How can you take the physical awareness into the digital world and consideration for purchase? So when I say that, I'm talking about is your link very easily read and easily typed? This is not the time to make a really <laughs> crazy link that people are having trouble actually remembering or typing. It needs to be short and sweet. And even one step further is to use a QR code. So everyone's got their phones. Very likely if they're in the coffee shop, you know, they're walking over to the side where they pick up their drink and they see the flyers on the bulletin board. This is a perfect time for people to have their phone in their hand. And maybe they look up and see your flyer because it's really easily understood, very eye-catching, and they scan that QR code. If you're using a QR code, once again, we want to test that. So you want to look at your flyer, scan your QR code, experience what your client is experiencing when they are considering getting to know you a little bit better or considering actually making a purchase. Are they able to go from that flyer to your website and to purchase in a really clear and succinct way? You might find that that's not exactly true. So this is the time to reassess. How do you want to adjust your in-person marketing? How do you want to adjust your flyers? So of course, there's lots of other ways that we can market in-person, um, be it announcing things at the end of your class, the next event that's coming up, or how people can stay in touch with you in the in-between. There's always ways that we can consider how our client will receive this information and how can we make it as easily understood and actionable as possible. So this is a lot to consider, but it's a really great exercise to do. And it's something that I do for myself. This is something that I take my clients through in my coaching containers because I find it so valuable. One of the things I always want to say too, to take this with a grain of salt, you might feel like you want to throw in the towel with the amount of work that you find that needs to be done on your website or how you need to adjust your links and refresh your bio and all of those things. Make a list. You don't need to attack every single thing on the list today unless you want to, or even this month, but take on an impactful bite-sized task to A, make some progress, take action, make it possible for somebody to actually purchase the workshop when you realize that the link is broken. Fix the link. That's impactful and bite-sized. This is how we A, make progress, and B, how we avoid overwhelm. And the other thing you can do, of course, is now that you have this gorgeous list of things that need to be done on your social media, on your website, your YouTube, your Patreon, et cetera, hire it out. You have a list now of the things that need to be done, very easily uh, made into a punch list that you could hire somebody on Upwork, Fiverr, or somebody that helps you with your business uh, in that done-for-you kind of way. The best thing about it is now that you are close and intimate with your digital and physical presence, you know exactly what you need versus hiring a marketing coach or hopping on Upwork and saying, I need help, but I don't know what it is. And it makes your dollar go further. It helps that person that you're hiring be so much more successful. 
So that's our customer journey. And just to recap, um, we have this very clear understanding of what our customer journey is, helps not only you stand out, but to actually help your clients, to get them the transformation that they need, and to keep them coming back. So perhaps we'll talk about retention and advocacy, which are the last two phases in the customer journey in another episode. So let me know. What do you think of this episode? Was it helpful? Would you like to talk more about customer journeys, how to retain clients, how to make them raving fans and advocates of your brand and of your teaching? Maybe we'll do another episode on that soon. In the meantime, I hope that you'll stay in touch. If you need some help with your customer journey, now that you have this awesome punch list, maybe you'd like to get into a coaching container with me. I have a couple of options that we can work together through my 90 day thought partnership or my Voxer with just options. Check out the links in the show notes if you want to connect, but whatever that you do, do find the time to do this exercise. Maybe carve out 30 minutes. You'll be surprised and you'll be able to take some really actionable action (laughs) in your business today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Send me a DM on Instagram. It's at jessicacross.co. I'd love to hear what you think. And I'd love to hear what you have planned for 2023. Until then, keep showing up for your business. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Off the Mat podcast. And give yourself some gratitude for taking action in your wellness business journey. Please share this episode with someone you know who could use a fresh dose of inspiration. And we'd be thrilled if you would rate, review, and subscribe to Marketing Off The Mat on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to share an idea with Jessica? DM her at jessicacross.co on Instagram to continue the conversation or find out how she can help you take the next right step in your business. Until next time, stay inspired and keep showing up.